This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tripping Upstairs. It's fucking annoying, right? Because if that test is passed, you are the dead center of the greatest scientific event in the history of man. If you've created a conscious machine, it's not the history of man. That's the history of gods. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. No, 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 you don't do that. You, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what I do, you fuck. I do the loud and in charge one. Yeah, yeah. Do, do it again. Change it up. I'm fucking, now I'm pissed off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, what's going on? I'm Zach and I'm cool now. I'm fucking, I'm relaxed and yeah, I'm in your face. <laughs> what's up, Frank? Hello. You ready? You ready? Oh, we're, I love this movie. We're doing another A24 movie. Heck yeah. A24 boys, back in action. <laughs> we're running out of movies. <laughs> no, we're not, man. They have so many. Yeah. We're running out of movies that I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are doing 2014's Alex Garland's Ex Machina, which means gods of the machines. Gods of the machines. Yes. What a cool movie. Fuck, man. You know, there's a lot of familiar faces in this movie that I didn't realize at first. Really? Yeah, the um, so uh, well, you know Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I did you, you know not what? realize that was Oscar Isaac. No, I knew that it was. This is my favorite performance out By of him. Os- out of the three movies that I have seen him in, <laughs> of this movie <laughs> playing <laughs> Star Wars. Well, yeah, this movie playing Nathan and oh. Star Wars playing Poe Dameron and in Annihilation playing Kane. This is my favorite performance well, of his. Yeah, okay, good. So, <laughs> well, I think it's probably my favorite performance by him, but I've seen a lot more movies with oh, him. Oh, well, you know, he's got a beard in this movie, Frank. Dude, he's got. I got some serious beard envy. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's a I, good beard. God, I was like so close to just growing it out like that and then just shaving my head just like him. I'm like, he <laughs> really? Cr- it, it's such a good. And just look. wearing your glasses constantly. Yeah, I would do it. He looks good, man. Yeah, I got. I got a crush on him. He's, I think he's really short though. Yeah, he looks like he's like five foot nine. <laughs> he looks like he's as tall as me. <laughs> I know I'm short for a man. Are you five sure. nine? Five nine is not like I feel like five ten is like average. You know, five eight is average. I don't. know. What are you? How, how tall are you? I'm five eight. Are you? Yeah, Zach, you're four foot eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually two feet tall. <laughs> I ride the bus every everywhere. Time, every time we go to the movies together, you got to get a booster seat. <laughs> well, that's just because it feels good. <laughs> oh, that sneeze hurt. Oh, my God. That was aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> my sneeze has hurt lately. Okay, well, so you're not supposed to like. You're supposed to let him out. You shouldn't hold him in like that, Ooh, dude. No, I should. There's not. a story where a guy died from doing that. He blew and a hole out in his trachea. Now I'm dizzy. <laughs> so dizzy, Zach. will now run down who is in this movie. Holy shit! So the main character is Ava, who is. is she? Okay, she's the a protagonist in the movie. <laughs> I feel like they're all actually kind of main characters. Well, yeah, okay. So they're all main characters, whatever. So the first one that I wrote down then is <laughs> Ava being played by Alicia Vikander. Yes. Vikander. Yes. Uh, you have Nathan, who is played by Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. You have Caleb, who is played by Donald Gleason, mm-hmm. who actually was in Dread. He's in Dread. Yeah, he's like the like the tech guy. He's also... Dread. He was in Mother. Yes. He also, weirdly enough... He was in the uh, what's that movie with Oscar what? Isaac the, and the Revenant. What he was in the Revenant. As was well. he? Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, he was Oscar Isaac and Gleason were Just both in Star Wars. I know you do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but they were both in the newer Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah? I don't yeah. know. And then I put in Kiko. Kiko's important. Yeah. Played by Sonya Mizuno. Good job. Thank you. I'm getting better. And directed by Alex Garland. Yes, I already said that. God, you don't pay attention. God, I want a divorce. Oh, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the hospital after this podcast. <laughs> but it can wait until then. <laughs> They're like, we could have saved your life, Zach, if you only came an hour before earlier. You're yes, like, but this is my art. <laughs> All right, so, so you, let's talk about yeah, Ex Machina. You, you want to do the, the synopsis for Sure, it? so Ex Machina is about, uh, basically, Caleb is a, he's kind of like a, I don't know exactly what he does he's at a, this tech company. But okay, so he's a coder at a tech company, and he kind of just, he, it's kind of said that his company was kind of like, had like a random sweepstakes of everybody in the entire company throughout all the world is like entered, and then he is the one that got chosen to win and basically they don't he doesn't even know really what he won but he just knows that he won i think it was that he got to meet yeah he just got like he, he kind of just meet gets to the meet the creator right of the of the, of the uh, business and and he kind of like it's like oh you're going to get an all expense paid thing to go hang out at the estate for Jurassic a week Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> at first I was like, oh, he lives in Alaska. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, <laughs> might as well be. So, yeah, you know, you're kind of like, he kind of, he shows up to his house and I mean, fuck man, that house. Oh, it's so fucking gorgeous It's so looking. nice. And, um, yeah. But it, it reminds me of like, um, an upgrade, the house. Yeah, it's very similar. That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That very Aaron similar. Kind of. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> so um, basically, he kind of shows up, and it's kind of then told that actually the real reason why what why he was brought there was because uh, Oscar Isaac's character wanted to do something called a Turing test. Yes. Which basically is it's actually the kind of it's kind of insane. It's basically it a test in which you have a AI and you have a person and if the AI is so good and so uh, it can adapt and you know have like free thought and all that and it's so well that the person forgets that it is an AI and it thinks that it's a person then it passes then it passes the Turing test basically too like it's almost that like you have to talk to it and not know the difference that it has a soul right which right. is fucking crazy. This yeah. movie is fucking nuts. <laughs> I was sitting like halfway through the movie. I was like, this is fucking insane. <laughs> the mind fucking of it. Yeah. And basically it's kind of, that's kind of like what the premise of the film is. So then it's basically him having these conversations with Ava and Ava is the AI. Yes. And he would, he was kind of like, he basically would like schedule appointments for mm -hmm. him to like go and down downstairs. And she was kind of like kept in like this glass room she's basically in a, a room, prisoner kind of yeah, it's almost like if you went to a zoo yeah and like you know the animal had like full range of the room but you had just like this tiny box so you could see like 360 of what it's doing right same kind of thing but you see the broken glass almost on it yeah and so that well, worries him but right we'll get into yeah, that. yeah yeah so then basically he's kind of just like brought there to do like a turing test and he's kind of like having these scheduled visits with ava where he's sitting down and he's kind of just talking to her having conversations mm -hmm. and meanwhile that's going on uh I, I oscar isaac is just like a drunk 
Yeah, he's kind of like what? man. Like he really doesn't play it off that like he's as smart as he is like making this company and like developing tech at like 13 years old right and like developing ai i mean i even put it in my notes like at points like he's just full of himself yeah slash insane yeah, well slash you just know like an alcoholic you know uh i don't know if you knew this but he was the character of oscar I, well, well, i'm sorry what's his name oscar oh nathan nathan mm-hmm. nathan uh is Oscar Isaac? Yes. Is okay. Just want to make sure. <laughs> I get very confused with names. Um, so Nathan is actually loosely, not Basically. like not like super. Did, did you know? Do you know what I'm gonna say? Yeah, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Yeah, because I guess Stanley Kubrick is known in the industry as being like a genius, but also having like a dark side to it. Right. So if you didn't know that, yeah, I mean, this guy is kind of loosely based off of Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Um, this film was also made in like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah. Again, man, insane. They're how, great. <laughs> how they keep doing this. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's basically what the film is about. Um, I feel like you've probably seen this movie, listen, listener, whoever, whoever you may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably see this movie because it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma. So um, we're, we're not going to say spoiler warning because we're just going to talk about it. Yes. Um, Alex Garland, I would I would argue that this is this is a horror film. It's definitely in the realm. I think it's like I'm gonna where what's his name where Yorgos Lanthimos's Killing of a Sacred Deer for yeah. me is a horror film. I feel like this this movie kind of is in that genre of horror. It borderlines sci-fi horror. Yeah, and I don't want to I, I don't, I don't want to like just Whoa. straight up put it out yeah, there, yeah. but. This is the greatest I'm, film ever. <laughs> no, I I might be a little racist to AIs. I, I fear them. Uh-huh. And, you know, the oldest emotion is fear. And wow, the, we're, we're trying to get poetic here. Yeah. We're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest fear is the fear of the unknown, and I, I do not like AIs. I do not like anything about them. I, I feel like it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And we're working towards it, mm-hmm. and I think it's a bad idea because they're gonna take over, and they're I mean, smarter we, than us. When you when you really think of it, like almost every movie that ha- that takes place with AI, it's always like the worst of what's gonna happen. Yeah, Upgrade, Ex Machina, Terminator, Kung Fu Panda Two, <laughs> <laughs> I Robot with Will Smith. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, Artificial Intelligence. Yeah, I mean it's all. Always the negative. There, it's there's never a world in which AI seems to just be like, oh hey, wait. Do you remember the Pixar movie Robots? Yes. Yeah. That one was good. That one was good. <laughs> they were fine in that. Yeah, I do. But that's because they had taken over and there were no fully, humans left. Fully, exactly. Yeah. See? Ah. ah. Um. So yeah, no. I mean, I remember when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. I could not stop talking about it, and. I remember I was trying to show everybody this movie. I was like, you need to see Ex Machina, like, now. And for some reason, mm-hmm. I think, like, people that really, really love films, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. But, like, for, like, the average moviegoer, a lot of people don't even... I remember, like, maybe now, since we're in 2019, I'll probably feel like it's probably at this point where I'll ever, it's kind of, like, more of, like, a household name. Yeah. But, like, I remember, like, 2014, 2015, I was talking to people, and they were like, I don't even know what that is. I had never heard of that movie. I'm like... 
what do you mean? Like, get <laughs> out of my doing? face. Like, leave. Go watch it. Like, go home and watch it. It's so fucking good. I mean, when it came out, it doubled the amount that it took to make the film, That's too. amazing. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I think it was, like, it, it took $15 million to make the film, and I think, like, opening weekend, it grossed, like, $38 million. That's, and all, that's like, awesome. That's fucking great. Yeah. You know, that's you know, that's chump change to me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Frank has six yachts <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean the acting in this movie, man, Oscar Isaac. Oh my that's why I'm saying like he's it's my favorite performance. I by think him. it is probably. Because yeah. he's just so good in it. And yeah. you you really believe that like, you know, he's insane. But he he has like these dark moments. Yeah, and, and they go, and they go real dark. You know, it's you know, it's my a mind game. I want to tell you my favorite line of the entire movie. Is it the the one where it's like not the history of man, but the history of gods is what we're making? No, because I really like that <laughs> no, line. <laughs> well, yeah, that's great. But one hundred percent, my favorite line is when he's talking to Nathan, and he's like, he's like really upset. Mm. I'm sorry. What's what's the other guy's name? Caleb. He he's talking to uh, Nathan and he's like, he's like, you. He's like really upset that he ripped up um, oh, Ava's picture? drawing, and he was like, you ripped. He's like, you tore up her drawing. This is like, there's like the music playing mm-hmm. and Kiko's like dancing and whatever. And he's like, he's like, you tore up her drawing. And he's like, he looks at him. He's like, I'm about to go tear up this fucking dance floor. <laughs> and then he just walks over. My and God. they have like a perfectly the choreographed dance, scene dance. Is so fucking great. I wasn't expecting that. Weird too, because I know that song. Yeah. Of Get down on Saturday wait, night. Wait, wait, wait. Have you seen this movie before? No. Oh, this was your first time yeah, watching yeah, it. Yeah, this was my first time. Oh my God, Zach. I wait a minute. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. I popped the cherry of Ex Machina. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yes. I thought you saw this movie nope. before. Nope. Never seen oh, this movie so then, before a couple of days ago when I watched it. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> it's fucking... Really? I also like, too, when like he when Caleb tries to go get the phone and Nathan's sitting right there. I was like, who are you going to call? And he's like, uh, I, I don't know. I was like, what are you going to call? Ghostbusters? <laughs> and he's standing there. He's like, uh... Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? Like, it's, it's a, a movie, man. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, hey, we're movie guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I am I, I didn't realize that this was your first time seeing this, so I'm going to leave this to you, man. What do you want to talk about? I mean... What did, like, what are your, what did, what did you love? Everything. A, a lot everything. of it, I Again, the mind games throughout the entire movie is what really got me because, like, the whole movie, you are under... The assumption that like Caleb is going in there to just test and see like you know if Ava is more or less like human mm-hmm. as an AI, mm-hmm. and she starts to develop feelings for him, mm-hmm. and he starts to develop feelings for her as well, mm-hmm. and like we gotta we gotta get into no it a get into bit. it man okay, go fine, go crazy fuck it, fuck <laughs> it then so yeah like so towards the end when you know Nathan saying like oh like. You know, maybe I just programmed her to like you. And he's going, like, back and forth and trying to figure out, like, you know, was she programmed to like me or, like, does she actually like me? Does she have free will to think so? And then at the very, very end when you find out that, like, basically she just used him to Mm -hmm. get free, Mm -hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ, this smart fucking robot. This is why we don't need you in this world. (laughs) So... You're you're said or you're like the entire film you're kind of brought along where Nathan 
is the bad guy. Yes. But after you watch the movie and then you see it and and then you and then you you know fully watch the entire thing going back a second time and watching it Ava you now realize guy. that Ava actually is the bad guy yes. where it's like or bad girl I guess whatever you want to call it she is the antagonist yeah, absolutely. but not like it it she she is just tr- I think she just wants to be free she just doesn't want to be Stuck under Nathan's, you know, eye, yeah. basically. Under I mean, his boot she, the entire movie or the for the rest of her life yeah. because she knows what's going to happen to her because Nathan is notorious for building these robots and then they're not exactly perfect. So then he just destroys them, right? Yeah. Especially too when you find out that Kiko is one and like her room. Did you, like, did, did that catch you by surprise? Yes. Cause, well, no, actually, like Kiko being like a, a, the a AI, I was like, now I understand that this is going to be, like... Robot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> once once there was, like, that weird scene of, like, him punching the punching bag and then turns over and, like, starts having sex with her, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's a robot. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, after I remember, you mentioned, I like, the sensor pleasures underneath... Yeah. When I when I first saw it, I, di- I didn't think so. I thought for sure that... I, that that would actually genuinely call me by surprise that she was not a robot. I was like... Or that she was a robot. I was like, whoa this movie's crazy. And then like when Caleb finds out and she like peels off her face yeah. and you just get the eyes. Yeah. Definitely horror movie-esque right there. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean like when, when you get when, at the, at the end, right? Like when Ava and Kiko are like this, they kind of just decide to kill yeah. Nathan. And that hallway that they're in is like all like it's like the like the faces on the wall. Did mm-hmm. you notice that all yes. the heads and it's like the progression of like where they've been like what they get to and it, it, the final one is Ava's face. Yeah. So it's like she is the final final product. And when when they first off it's hysterical when he when Nathan gets stabbed and he and he's like walking it's just away slow and like he's, butter yeah like it's yeah. just but so I, smooth. I, but, I really like when he like walking away and he's just like. Unfucking real, and he just, like, <laughs> and he just. But man, dude, that death was like, it, it, like it's, it was like very realistic. It seemed like it, the way that he's like breathing, like the, yeah. those like like heavy pant or like those like uh, really short breaths and whatever, and then he just kind of dies. It's like, fuck. And do you feel bad for Caleb? Uh, you know, at the time, like I just. I was more in shock of the fact of like, oh fuck, like Ava tricked him. Yeah. I didn't really feel bad at the time, but looking back, it's like, you know, he's fucked because no, he's gonna die. Well, yeah, he's gonna just that's what I mean. Like there. he's <laughs> fucked because the whole thing of like, there were like the generator shutdowns throughout the house, and Nathan had like programmed it to be where it's like, okay, when the power goes out, all the doors are locked just for security reasons because you know anybody trying to like invade will think like oh if i cut the power then i can just get into everything correct and ava has been hacking that system and turning off the power at certain points so you see even too like by i think session three that's when you kind of realize that like she's been turning them off so they can have like a moment to kind of talk to each other yeah and i forget if it was like three or four, but that's when she tells him like, you know, Nathan's not like a good person. Like he's, he's evil. Like you need to watch yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, looking back, like I feel really bad for, for Caleb because at the end of the day, he, he got tricked for something that 
you know, he thought that he was going to be so able to 100%, bang a robot. Well, 100% she passes the Turing test. Oh, absolutely. Like, at least in... In, uh, in my eyes, yes. Yeah, and, and for sure in Caleb's eyes, right? Like, Caleb fell in love with her and he wanted, you know... He, I mean, I can only imagine that he wanted to break her out from there mm-hmm. to go live a life together, basically. Yeah, but then I always think of it, too, where it's like... You know, the sitcoms where she gets out and then she meets like a buff dude is like, okay, bye, Caleb. I found someone hot. (laughs) Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Really, you know, I so like for sure, she definitely passes the Turing test. Mm -hmm. And I I do feel bad for Caleb because it wasn't like so like it's then revealed that it wasn't like a random selection that how he won Mm -hmm. uh, like to to even be a part of this thing. he, He was purposely picked. Yes, because he has no family, he's single, he has no real connections, and he even says, too, is like, so you didn't bring me in because, like, I'm your best coder? It's like, no, I think you're decent, but, like, you're you're not the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just that, like, he is expendable. Exactly. And so, you know, I do feel bad for Caleb because it almost feels like he really did genuinely think that he found, like, kind of like a love and then she just is using him the entire movie to just do what she does, which yeah. is break out. Yeah. And man, when he's locked in that room mm-hmm. and he's like trying to, cause everything's just fucking like bulletproof and shatterproof. So he's yeah. like trying to smash like the, uh, the, the, the chair mm-hmm. with the, uh, with the, uh, yeah, the door with the chair and he's just like throwing it and it's just not going and you can't, you can almost not even hear his screams. Yeah. I and, like that too. Cause it was very like silent throughout it. Yeah. Like the, that whole scene of like, because Nathan had like broken off her arm and then like he had smacked off, uh, Kiko's mouth and mm-hmm. killed her. Mm-hmm. And you just get like that slow motion of like her taking off the arm and then replacing it with the one that's in Kiko's bedroom and then putting on like the skin. So in that way, she's fully kind of like transitioned into the real world. And this movie has one of one of my favorite final scenes. I think so. I think it's such a perfect and it almost gives me chills watching it because the whole thing like around session three, they kind of like. Uh, Caleb and Ava kind of get talking about like, you know, going on a date together and he asks like, what do you want to do? And she says, all I want to do is go stand at like a crosswalk and like watch the people like walk by. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, it's a date. <laughs> well, I could do that. Yeah. Weird date. I mean, <laughs> at least you're cheap, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that final scene of like people walking through the crosswalk and everything like that. And you're just seeing shadows. Right. And then you see her shadow come into frame. Yeah. And then she, you get like that close up of her looking out before she like walks over. Right. So like, you it's ca- so cool. Yeah. It's such a perfect ending. And it's basically like, you know, implying that now she's amongst, you know, she's amongst us. She's walking. Yeah. And we will never know if she, yeah, we'll nobody never, will never know that she's ever a robot. Yeah. And that is Except during horrifying. sex, maybe, like when maybe. the hair falls maybe. off. Well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but again, if they have, like, skin for the top of the head, yeah, then you could, could just play it off that, like, you know, hey, I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry. a bald girl. <laughs> I'm a bald girl uh, now. But, yeah, no, I think it's great where, you know, it's, like, it's kind of horrifying because yeah. uh, she's... Who do, we, we don't know if it's sh- like that now. It could be me. Oh, <laughs> God, AI scare me. Fear. Could be you, Zach. Um, Lovecraft quote. So I I think that, you know, 
it's it really is kind of like a perfect ending. And yeah. Nathan's dead. Yes. So there will never be like another AI really because no. every other one is like turned off. Yeah. And man, the fucking the footage that Caleb was looking at of like the past AIs mm-hmm. and when you see like the one other girl, it wasn't Kiko, but like it was another girl and she punches the glass and then like you know that overshot of her trying to break through the door and just slowly scraping away her arms. Yeah, th- those are crazy, right? And then the fucking just the legs walking. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And He's, I mean, one of one of my I think probably my favorite scene in the whole film is when Caleb is in his room by himself and he breaks the mirror yes. and he cuts open his arm yeah. because he doesn't know if he's human. Yes. I and was going to say he's like, like questioning, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this movie is like, he's getting broken down so much where he is now questioning if he himself is a robot and if he was created by Nathan and he doesn't know that. And he mm-hmm. thinks that all the memories that he has of his, of his childhood and, and everything, everything leading up to this point may have just been implanted in his brain yeah. to think that. So he cuts open his arm and he's literally digging into his arm and into the muscle to see if it's just mechanical yeah, underneath, parts. if it's just mechanical parts underneath there, and fuck, that's insane. That is probably besides like the ending. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie, just because. Well, you it, can't choose that scene because I chose that scene. Well, all right, I guess I'll go with the dance scene then. Uh, well, I also said that's my favorite line, so choose something else, Zach. <sighs> all right. What about the helicopter scene where he's like, "Hey, man, we've been we've been riding over yeah, his real, estate for real quick about the helicopter." <laughs> that's so thing. much money. So like, so just automatically, the guy is like, "Oh, you're not the same person I dropped off. Sure, let's go." <laughs> right? Like that's yeah, weird. It's little, <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. Unless you know, I mean, I was, she could probably sweet talk him because you know. I was waiting for her to like kill him and then just fly the helicopter because I'm sure she. Can she can figure it out. It. She yeah. can figure it out. She's a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Robots know things. They know things. Robots know things. So, I mean, that that was like the one plot hole in the movie to me. Yeah. Where it was like, that didn't really make sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, ugh, there's just so much the movie's in movie's dense, man. It's very, very dense. Yeah. I really like when, uh, I, I like all the scenes in where Nathan is just fucking pissed drunk. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and then working out the yeah, next morning yeah. so hard. Yeah. And I really, actually, I thought like the cool, I thought it was a really cool plan that mm. him and Ava had. Uh, Caleb and Ava where like they were like we're gonna get him pissed drunk and then we're going to we're gonna steal I'm gonna steal his card and you know like the whole fucking diabolical plan that they had together and uh, and I thought it was a very very clever thing where Nathan places places a battery powered camera there Mm -hmm. inside the thing so he knew exactly what was gonna happen but then Caleb reveals that like Oh, I actually did it the night before. I did when it, you yeah, were because he drunk. was, yeah, because you know, uh, he was like, "This is what this is what the plan was. We were gonna we were gonna do this to break her out." And then he was like, "Oh man, that would have been clever." He's like, "Well, too bad I got you." And he's like, "Yeah, well, actually, we did it the night before." And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "I figured that you would have that you would have like figured out our plan, so we did it we did it you know earlier or whatever." So yeah. then, it, like the whole thing is like, "Oh, you actually did outsmart the mad genius," like yes. you know. And I thought that was really clever. And if you really think of it, like Nathan's character is more or less like Dr. Frankenstein. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Like he's just bringing to life all these creations and going mm-hmm. insane while doing yeah. it. Yeah. 
And dude, like when he brings um when he brings Caleb into like the the little like office where or I, I whatever like the room in which he has like all of, like the brains and stuff of them. Yes, the his oh, like actual experiment. It's fucking crazy. Room. Yeah, and it's really cool looking. I really yeah. liked all the like the little like the details, like mm-hmm. all of, like, like the brain and all like the little fake um like neurons and everything like firing off and yeah, all that. You can see like the exoskeleton really like, cool. in the background. It's really too. really cool. Yeah. And then something that like was really cool too was the story that Caleb was telling Ava. Oh, about the colors. Yeah, about yeah. like the that's, that. That's another like favorite, like one of my favorite lines. Yeah, and then just showing that too because that's. I mean, I always bring it back to Lovecraft, but like there actually is like a story very very similar to that, which he was telling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this version was just like this woman was locked in a room, never saw color, only like black and gray until like one day the door was opened and she was able to go outside and then she could actually feel the colors. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like she was, she was locked in a room and she knew everything about color. She was like, well, she's read all the books. She knows yeah. everything, but the she's only thing that she's actually never like experienced it. So yeah, it's a, it's a really like powerful, I think it's a really powerful uh, line. And then he even realizes too, like at the end where he says the line of like, my only function was a means for her escape. Mm hmm. So he realizes at the end too that like he straight up fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> man, what a fucking cool movie! It's a great movie. Yeah, I'm I'm really surprised you never saw this before. I I always meant to, but like I never got around to it. Yeah. And like robots scare me, so <laughs> you know I need my binky and my bottle you do for need it. That, yeah. Um. Anything else that about Ex Machina? Do you feel like? I mean, again, I kind of like said that I, I think this movie kind of borders like almost on a horror film. And, you know, th- this movie is in like a in, a in a cool spot where I remember when I showed it to uh, a group of friends. When you first see Ava. Oh, what a powerful scene. Ooh, too. Wow. Yeah. That and is one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. That I'll, I'll take that. The whole the whole I mean, honestly, the whole movie is like my favorite yeah. scene. It's like but, the, but everything. That side shot of like her walking out and then she turns over and yeah. looks at him. Yeah. Because I remember and showing then, it to one of my friends and she was like, when Ava comes into screen and you know that it's a robot. Right. Mm-hmm. This movie is done so well and it's done so believably that like the girl that was my friend that was sitting next to me, she sees the robot and she literally just goes, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that, you know, like, you know that you're watching a movie, but yeah. yet like it's so compelling and you're brought in so in depth into this world that you're so invested that like when you finally see Ava for the first time, it's like genuinely like shocking it's like whoa like she looks like a human yeah and, and i love the idea too that nathan said where it's like because caleb was like well why didn't you have her like you know dress in normal clothes or like hide the robotic pieces because obviously now i know that like she's a robot and that kind of like defeats the purpose of the turing test yeah and he was like you knew from the beginning that she was a robot now that's not really the point. The point is if you can sit there, look at her, that she's a robot, and say to yourself, my God, she has feelings and emotion and a soul, yeah. that's how we can tell that the Turing test right. passed. Yeah. So it's almost like you kind of want her to you – want, you want to physically see – Yeah. all of the roboticsness about it and then still be able to be convincing. Yeah. You know, that's important. It's kind of like – falls on that line of i don't know if you've ever seen this actually i think this is actually will be the next movie that i want to uh do is go ahead her. say it 
Oh, you know what? I was almost gonna mention like, hey, let's do her. I I, I love her. Yeah, like with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, it's probably it probably is my favorite uh, like romance film for yeah. for me personally. And what about Swiss Army Man? Swiss Army Man? It's not a romance film. It is. It's not. With Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> okay. What does that mean? <laughs> you just said a name. That doesn't mean... <laughs> yeah, he's dead. He's a motorboat at some point um, in the movie. Uh, her, where it's, you know, it, it's similar to her, where it's like he falls in love with an AI, Ugh. and she's done so... I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> but she's done so well, yeah. and she's so intelligent that you know that she's a robot, but you still can't help but fall in love. Are and you in love with robots? Well, are you know. in love with her, Scarlett Johansson? That was a dumb question. <laughs> Obviously, we are. <laughs> um, she just came out a movie with, with Adam Driver. Yeah, That's Black Widow is coming out. No, she just well, came out is. a movie. Well, okay, but it's not the movie we're talking about. Um, apparently, I really want to see that. But um, yeah, so uh, Ex Machina. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you finally saw it. I, I didn't realize again. I didn't realize that this was your first time seeing it, and I'm yeah. glad that you enjoy. I mean, I think that when you when you watch the movie for the first time, it's very, very powerful and it's really intense. Yeah, which I mean makes for a better podcast, and to me at least, because it's like I I have like first reaction yeah. emotions yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, all right, and as this guy just keeps rolling by us, uh, let's just uh, let's, let's, let's finish this off, Zach. Yeah, weird with the with the Caleb's back scars. They didn't go into that, but no, they didn't. You're right. I mean, but, I'm, well, I would, I, I would assume it's because of the robot. He probably like got into like a fight with a robot or something. Like it probably tried to escape and get away. No, Caleb. Oh, Caleb's back scars. Yeah, I I assume that it was from like when you know him and his parents got into the car accident. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm or, sorry. Yeah. Where he's actually an angel. He might be an angel. Yeah. That is true. All right, before before more noises happen, Frank, thank you as always. Of course, people, sir. thank you as always for listening. Now, Frank, roll thy credits, sir.